Welcome to Leadership is in Session, powered by Athena Communications. This special series features some of Milwaukee's most distinguished leaders. They'll share how they overcame challenges, developed their skills, and achieved success, so you can gain insight and inspiration. And now, Leadership is in Session. Well, hello, everybody. Today, we are back in the studio with our friend and our colleague, Ellen Gilligan, president and CEO of the Greater Milwaukee Foundation. Ellen, welcome. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. We are so happy you're here. It is a true honor and privilege. We have also had the wonderful honor of hosting you on the Athena podcast, and I'll do a little plug for that while we're here today. If you haven't caught On the Edge of Equity, which is the podcast we launched earlier this year, you can find it wherever you get your podcasts. You also can find it on the Athena website. Uh, You can listen to Ellen's wonderful thoughts about her equity work with the foundation. And today, again, we have the opportunity to listen to Ellen share with us her thoughts on reimagining philanthropy. Ellen, what does that mean? Well, it's a big concept, Becky, and at the Greater Milwaukee Foundation, we have a bold dream of of Milwaukee for all. In advancing that work uh, comes a public acknowledgement that systemic racism is the fault line that holds all of us back from building up our community and that we all benefit from addressing systemic racism and the systems and practices that advantage white people and have disadvantaged black people, indigenous people, brown people, and others who have been systematically shut out of opportunity. And that our community, our institutions, and we as individuals will prosper if we all share those opportunities currently only belong to some of us. So that leads me to think a question that I'd like to explore with you today, which is the leadership lessons that I have learned, that we have learned as an institution in this work. It's both personal and institutional in the way we think about it and the way I have experienced it. It's had a profound impact on our institution and really a profound impact on me personally. I'm trying to think how to begin this conversation. Uh, it certainly required me and challenged me to think very differently about my leadership and to act differently. In my estimation, that is part of reimagining philanthropy. As we all know, philanthropy comes from the Latin word, the love of mankind It's demonstrated through voluntary donation of money to good causes. And at the Greater Milwaukee Foundation, that has been the center for philanthropy in Milwaukee for more than 100 years. We'd like to value the fact that we have been a partner in philanthropy and really a partner of choice for that period of time and have invested more than a billion dollars in this region through generous donors everything from arts and culture to community development to education, human services. We like to say everything from arts to zoos. And many of us who enjoy the wonderful quality of life that this region offers, part of reimagining philanthropy is that it's more than money. It includes all forms of generosity and time talent, treasure, and ties. 
all exist in communities across our region, and some of them have not been recognized by the foundation or by others, as philanthropy has generally been seen as a predominantly white, wealthy activity. We have all a role to play in this, and so part of our institutional thought about how to redefine, reimagine philanthropy is to invite everyone to participate in this bold vision of a Milwaukee for all, because it will take all of us, and we all have assets and gifts to bring to this work, and it will cause all of us to be our best selves and to contribute all we have to this vision. In many ways, this is part of seeing communities and the people that we are aiming to serve through philanthropy. This is a shift, really, from seeing people in under-resourced communities solely as recipients of philanthropy to shifting to be key partners in the work, recognizing that those with lived experience who have faced and continue to face the barriers are best positioned to set priorities and to co-create solutions. And that's partially what we mean at the foundation when we talk about reimagining philanthropy and really to prioritize the best use of resources because they often have experienced the barriers that we are trying to address as we move toward a Milwaukee for all. Our Thrive On collaboration with the Medical College and with Royal Capital is perhaps one of the best examples of how we imagine how we do our work. Work in partnership with the communities in Bronzeville Allier Park, Harambe, Brewers Hill, and the residents and stakeholders of those neighborhoods have been partners in this work every step along the way. We have really viewed this from the outset as partners. We did not want to parachute into a neighborhood, but really rely on the voices and the priorities of the people who live in that neighborhood and work in that neighborhood and own businesses in that neighborhood, what the collaboration for a thriving, healthy Milwaukee would entail and be part of co-creating. And that has been our commitment all along. And as we look forward to moving the foundation offices onto Martin Luther King Drive, we are inspired by the fact that we will be embedded in a community where we have deep relationships that we have built over time, and we are building trust, I hope, and that we are real partners in this work. And I know fundamentally that this will change. It already has changed the way we do our work, the way we think about our work, the way we Think about how we will invest our resources, the decisions we make. Everything about our work is fundamentally changing. And this is the beginning of a long-term partnership and commitment to that neighborhood. As far as I can see, the best is yet to come. We can't even envision what that partnership with our neighbors is going to unleash in terms of the future. The other element of reimagining philanthropy that I want to touch on is our 
internal work at the foundation, which is to build a truly inclusive culture. And we have stated at the foundation our commitment to becoming an anti-racist organization. For someone who has worked in philanthropy for nearly 30 years, it is very easy to focus on external work in many ways. I have been deeply engaged in neighborhood work for many years, often with resident-led organizations in under-resourced communities. But it's quite different to look at an institution like the Greater Milwaukee Foundation and to really examine the white supremacy norms that are embedded in our institution and to think about, examine, challenge not only the institution but ourselves individually about how our behavior, how our policies, practices, and norms create a environment where all of our colleagues cannot thrive, cannot belong in a way, in a truly inclusive way. This has been a significant personal journey for me as a white woman of significant power and privilege. It is something that I have not really examined fully personally not really examined how I contribute and hold up the systems that have benefited me in my professional career that continue to benefit me. Personally, on a journey within the foundation to not only examine our policies and practices and norms, but to really look internally about and ask my colleagues on a regular basis through learning, through accountability partners, through ongoing work to really identify, dismantle white supremacy norms, to call me in when my behavior does not match my aspirations. For someone whose career has been built and benefited from kind of privilege that I have experienced in my life, that is an ongoing challenge that is uh, humbling. It is uh, difficult to not become defensive about it. It is uh, something that requires a lot of tenacity, not hiding behind uh, fragility, that it's too difficult. I am committed to not only our aspiration for the community, but our aspiration for the foundation. It does require both looking at the institution, but also to look internally to what each and every person, and certainly me as president and CEO, contribute to the ongoing practices that might harm our colleagues. That's remarkable, Ellen, and I appreciate you sharing that in full transparency with us, with our audience. What's been the most surprising thing that you have learned on this journey about you? I think that the most surprising thing that I have learned once I get past my own defensiveness and fragility is that awakens a true love and caring of my colleagues, 
care about your colleagues, you care about their families. And I, I don't mean that in a superficial way. I have had really deep relationships in workplaces and friendships. and But we have all been through a life-changing period during COVID. And pain and suffering our communities have experienced and certainly our colleagues of color in particular who have been predominantly affected and disproportionately affected not only by the health crisis but by the economic crisis and the ongoing pain and suffering um, takes the issue of work family balance and life and the pace of work and caring for family and elders within their homes and caring for their community to a whole different level. It is a journey of discovery when you get beyond the niceties of how your family is to your colleagues really sharing some of the pain that they are experiencing takes philanthropy and how we practice philanthropy inside our walls as well as outside our walls to an entirely different level. Thank you for sharing that. And I want to lift one thing. You, you mentioned your walls. Your physical walls are moving. You are moving locations to a wonderful space, a wonderful new collaboration. Can you share with everybody what that means for all of the organizations involved, why it's such a bold statement? Well, I think our vision, our shared vision between the Medical College, Royal Capital, and the Greater Milwaukee Foundation is a healthy, thriving Milwaukee for all. It's similar to our a Milwaukee for all, using everything we have to demonstrate. When I say everything I have, I mean physical space, our investment capital, how we will use our space, how we will design our space, how we want people to feel when they come in our space, our partnership with our neighbors, redefining how we operate. And that is both inspiring to everybody on our team and our cross-functional teams. We are you know, working deeply with the Medical College of Wisconsin and with Royal Capital to really collaborate on this project with uh, three African-American male leaders as our co-chairs on this. Kevin Knoll of Royal Capital, Greg Wesley of the Medical College, and Ken Robertson of GMF are the three co-chairs of this effort. The work that we have, they have led to really help these institutions collaborate in a way that is collaboration at a scale that we have never experienced at the foundation. I think it's fundamentally changing both of our institutions and the way we think about community engagement, how we interact with our neighborhood residents, how we share power, how, how we share dis decision-making. It is and will continue to fundamentally change how we work. I love how you said that, and you spotlighted three incredible leaders in Milwaukee, three incredible men who are doing transformational work, 
There has to be something from you, from a personal standpoint, that you find most gratifying about this. Are you willing to share what that is? Well, I think for me, it has been a, a road of discovery, right? So when we first began this conversation, I will give credit to Ken Robertson and probably Greg Wesley to, and John Raymond for thinking about this partnership in a very different way. Aligned in our mission and interest in working together, but they envisioned something much larger. And so, you know, I've been on a journey of discovery myself about what this can really mean and how it can really change our work. And I would say for me, it is probably the most exciting and most inspirational work that I have done in my entire career. And that's saying something, given that you have done some really incredible things. But I want to bring it back to Milwaukee. So you are doing all of this work. GMF is doing all of this work. The Thrive on Collaboration, Thrive on King, a group effort. But why is Milwaukee worth it to you? Well, Milwaukee is such a spectacular city, such a spectacular community that has really suffered disproportionately from so much racism. And I remember when my husband and I moved here 12 years ago and visited different parts of the city. We kept looking at the statistics about poverty and all the gaps and barriers and disparities, unfortunately, that Milwaukee is so well known for uh, in terms of uh, life expectancy and health indicators and educational attainment, et cetera, et cetera, unemployment, poverty. And I remember thinking, this does not compute what we see in the downtown thriving area along the lakefront, and these statistics do not compute. And then you go into some of the neighborhoods in Milwaukee that have been historically disinvested and abandoned. Those of us who have resources, by those of us who have the power and the systems to change the trajectory for people's lives, that's what makes Milwaukee worth it. Because when you get to know the people and that live in the communities, they have the same as aspirations that we all do. And we have the power by working together to change that. And part of what makes Milwaukee worth it is that it is the size community that you can really make a difference. New York City, LA, some of the larger communities that are facing some of the same challenges have a much steeper hill to climb, I think. The assets, which are really the people (laughs) who are so committed to this community and love Milwaukee so deeply, who know the answers. Yes, and and I would like to include you in there, Changemaker, Ellen Gilligan. I want to thank you. I want to thank you for bringing it all together for us there at the end, ending on a high note with some optimism. You started to say 
that Milwaukee has its challenges. We know it does. But thanks to groups like the Greater Milwaukee Foundation and all of your collaborative partners and people who are doing really special and transformational work, we all have a vision for a Milwaukee that we know can be better than it is. So we want to thank you for being with us today. As always, our friend and our colleague, Ellen. Thank you, Ellen. Thank you, Becky. I really appreciate the opportunity to have this conversation. Likewise, it's been wonderful. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Leadership is in Session, powered by Athena Communications. Be sure to catch all eight enlightening episodes. And don't forget to connect to On the Edge of Equity with Tammy Belton-Davis, available wherever you get your podcasts.